from the Kramer Basketball Headquarters in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You are listening to the Coach's Edge podcast, powered by CoachesEdge.coach. Here is your host, Steve Kramer. This is the perfect time for this specific episode. I think that as we head into 2023, it's important for us to be challenged. It's important for us to get out of our comfort zone. And I can't think of anybody better to start the year off with than somebody who has a world record. How many people do you know that have a world record? He also has an unbelievable physical streak that is going on. And he happens to be one of the first players that I started training when I was finishing up my overseas career and he was in high school and then, um, you know, gets scholarship playing at college level. And so uh, it's just really cool to continue to follow him, shoot 10 plus years. Uh, and so yeah. Jake, Jacob Holland from Seabling, Michigan, he is the world record holder for the fastest one mile lunge. Jake, has it gotten old hearing that? No, Steve. Well, first, it, it'll never get old hearing that. Uh, I'm I'm extremely proud to have that record and hold it um, for now six weeks, and who knows how long it'll last. Uh, me personally, I believe it, it's going to last quite some time. Uh, but uh, I appreciate you saying all that stuff, man. Happy to be here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the cool thing about Jake, Jake's about six foot seven, and when I was training him, I was still playing competitively. And it was my job to shoot, right? So when we were working out, yeah, he had we did some post-up stuff and some inside work. But I was like, if Jake's working out with me, we're getting shots up because that's my that's what I do, right? I shoot. Um, And so uh, but to see your game evolve and then you became just a really, really good shooter. And the interesting thing is, I mean, this was over 10 years ago now from a basketball standpoint, your game with the way the style's being played today, your game would be better today than it was back then. Isn't that crazy? 100%. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree 100%. If I had the green light back in the day, like I did when I was in college playing ball, man, I'd be shooting threes at least five a game. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's, kudos to you for getting my shot to that point because I remember we were counting these shots. And I remember vividly, we were at the church in Seaboying. We did something crazy like, I ran to the church. It was like hundred degrees, three miles away. I ran there and then we did 2000 shots, 2000 shots. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Crazy workout, super intense. It was awesome. So yeah, it was great. Um, it was just cool because to see, uh, one, you're, you know, you were, you were dedicated. Um, and the, the game kind of changed the way that it is. I could just see if, if somebody was like, Hey, we got somebody who's about six, seven, they can pick and pop and shoot the three. They can run drag screens and, and transition. You can yeah. use them in a bunch of dribble handoffs and they're still dangerous enough. Like you're still a big dude, right? You can bang people in the post and, and be physical. Um, there's just so many teams to be like, absolutely. We want a guy like that on our team. Um, and not to say you weren't successful. I mean, you got a college scholarship to play basketball. So um, yeah, 
it's just just really cool. So that's a little bit of the the basketball background before we get into uh, some of these things. And my hope for our, our coaches that are listening, this would be a little bit different. I mean, we're not breaking down the X's and O's of a three two zone defense or something like that. Um, this is more of a mindset episode, and hopefully, this will give us a kick in the butt if we need one to really get after it in 2023. So, uh, Jake, let's start out. Take us through the the journey well let's start this how do we finish like what was your time for a, a mile lunge that is the world record um and then take us backward a little bit as far as this was your second world record attempt the this will bring into the streak and, and you can just kind of you know from from present day to back this has been like you know three four years of you working out consistently yeah yeah no doubt so I'll start with my time here. I got a little cheat sheet on my second screen with my times and and just kind of the whole 15 week layout here. But I'm I'm down to October 25th, 2022, 6:30 in the morning. That's that was my second attempt to break the Guinness World Record one mile lunges, fastest one mile. And the the record at the time was set at 24 minutes and 21 seconds, which is faster than the first time I tried breaking it. Somebody else um, actually beat it by a whole minute, which is crazy to think about because the first attempt I did was a 27 minute, 40 second, one mile lunge on August 30th of 2020. So um, fast forward 786 days later on October 25th, I hit a 23 minute, 14 second, one mile lunge. And my first lap was five minutes and 25 seconds. My second lap, 11 minutes and 11 seconds. My third lap, which is crucial, I finished at 17.10 and we can get into the break. I took a 10 second, 12 second break um, before I started my fourth lap. And my fourth lap was five minutes and 45 seconds to finish out at a 23.14 one mile lunge, which is absolutely smoke. It's insane pace. Um, it's just kind of wild. I've watched it a couple of times and um, it's, <laughs> I could watch it all day, Steve. It's great. I love it. But, uh, uh, those 15 weeks leading up to October 25th, I, I started incorporating a lot of weighted lunges. Uh, I was talking to Corey and Corey told me, Jake, you need to get down to 215 pounds if you want to really break this record. And at the time I was competing at powerlifting in the 242 class. So I had to lose quite a bit of weight to really do that. And, and when we talk, he goes, what, what was your playing weight when you were playing basketball in college? And I was like, it's a good question. I think it was like 220, 225. So, um, and that's when I was really in shape running all the time. Right. So we were thinking we needed to be at that weight. So I started dialing it in weighted lunges. My diet was extremely strict. I'd say 90%, 95% strict on Friday nights. I'm not really cheating on Saturday nights. I'm maybe having a couple cookies and that's about it. But uh, that was a huge key. Um, so 15 weeks out, I'm hitting weighted lunges four days a week minimum. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm doing at least uh, 15 to 25 pounds of weighted lunges. So that's definitely helping my metabolism speed up and, and lose that weight. So that was huge. And uh, there's and so I, many yeah. good things in here. I don't want to like, I don't want to miss, miss something. There's You're so good. many different things yeah. we, we could, we could touch on, <clears throat> but to, so for our coaches that are, that are listening, if, if you're in 
you know, any type of shape, go do a hundred meters of lunges and see how you feel. You're probably not going to feel very good and think about what your, your players, your high school players can do that you're coaching right now. And they're obviously in really good shape, right? They're in high school. They're playing basketball every day. And just think like if you had them do lunges for five minutes, just up and down, like you're in practice. If they went baseline to baseline, five minutes straight, I mean, they're going to be going to be dying. They're going to be barely able to move. Listen to the time Jake just said. He did a 525 quarter mile, right? Yep. And and basically kept essentially give or take the, the same pace for another three quarters of a mile, right? <laughs> 23 minutes, 14 seconds. It took him to do a mile of walking lunges. Absolutely insane. I've done a mile myself. Not, not many times in my life, maybe three or four times. I think the fastest I ever did was like 48 minutes, right? Was, yeah. was, was, and um, I was pretty proud of that when I did it. <laughs> so you're doing it in, in less, less than half the time. Um, so um, tell it, let's take us back a little bit because mm-hmm. there's a, there's a dedication piece to this. Like there is the, you broke down the training. You talked about how you were very strict with your, your diet. But let's get back to the why. Like, why did you start lunging? Um, and you've been lunging 800 meters a day for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. An extremely long time. And actually 1,388 days in a row of at least 800 meters. And that that's today. I, I just got back from the gym, jumped on here with you, Steve. So 1,388 days of at least 800 meters. Um, you can do the math on how far that is. And that's a minimum 700 miles just because I've done a mile so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, to, to really dive into the training aspect and the mindset and the whys is um, I first started doing the lunges when I, I signed up for Corey's I want ab contest in 2019. Um, and, and the conditioning was 800 right. meters. So I got to, I got to cut you off real quick. Cause most people aren't going to know who Corey is. So Corey Gregory, he's, he's a, big fitness guy like fitness guru he trains you know thousands of people's on, online he's got a gym in columbus area like all the different stuff so jake's in the columbus area just a, a little background yeah, they train <laughs> they train together at, at 4 a.m and he started um you know getting lunges being a thing essentially as you know this it, it's a way to challenge the muscle but also there's some cardio involved right? For a lot of people that don't like running um, or feel like the running is a little more of an impact compared to doing the the lunges can be beneficial as well. Um, And if you've been following me for a while, you know, I've been, you know, pretty consistent with doing lunges since 2016 uh, myself because of a guy named Tim Grover, who was uh, the trainer for Jordan and Kobe. And then shortly after I was doing some of those programs, which was a lot of isometric and dynamic lunge jumps, started following Corey Gregory and he was building up into that. And so I just been kind of doing them consistently since. Um, yeah. So that's a, just a little bit of the background of the lunges being uh, uh, an exercise that as an athlete, I'm in my thirties, closer to my late thirties now and doing lunges for me has, has helped me because when, when I'm running and I'm already running a lot for our camps and our clinics, like sprint dynamic movement type stuff, and so when I started, if, when I was running and, and I do still do some running, don't get me wrong. I still do some running. Yeah. Um, but the lunges helped me because if I'm running like fast, 
there's just a lot of impact on those sprints, right? That whereas whereas a lunge, people will say, "Ah, oh, man, that's really bad for you." Dude. The lunge, I'm I'm kind of controlling how fast I want to go, how much I want to push up, and so even though yeah, it's 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 hard work, uh, I felt like it's been much more of a protector almost for for my body than getting beat up a little bit with with the lunges and so um you know that's a little bit of the reason behind hey this is more than just like punishment in the leg workout like there's, there's just a lot of good stuff that that happens to it so i just wanted to lay a little bit of that that background i don't know where i cut you off jake um you're good but you're working with working with Corey, and you, you started to get these lunges and, and you developed the street yeah yeah so essentially i mean these lunges he thought of it as he needed something to help complement his squats and his powerlifting because at 4 a.m. we're an elite powerlifting crew and that put up some that squat bench deadlift and uh, the lunges complement all of that. Right. So to help with the stability, your your knee tendons, your glutes, your hamstrings, quads, everything, it all ties in together with with the powerlifting that we do in the programming. So. Um, but essentially back to the, my why and why I started lunging, it was because I wasn't seeing the results that I wanted to see for this contest that I set up. I set a calendar on the date. I had a, a carrot dangling in front of me, trying to win something, trying to be the number one person at this contest. And uh, I needed to do something to essentially excel that quicker and lunges were the conditioning that I wasn't doing. So I started doing them and noticed how my body was adapting and changing rapidly. I was getting leaner. I was getting stronger. It, my, my squats were going up. So I said, okay, there's something here with these lunges. So I, I started doing them. I, I went all in, in the beginning, I will say I did what you're not supposed to do. I did a hundred in a row. I called it a day or I would do 25, go do a bench press 25 more, th that type of thing. I was doing like a super set of lunges and that's not what you're supposed to do when it comes to lunges. You, if you want to do a hundred, in a row, that's great. If you, I mean, if you only want to do a hundred steps, that's fine. But, uh, I was doing the 25 reps, stop and 25 here. Long story short, one day it clicked at me when I was in Grand Rapids training, I, I went to the back room and said, I got to do them for 30 minutes straight, no matter what, and, and get them done and buy all in. I just went all in on the programming because I was done being out of shape. I didn't want to be fat anymore. I wanted to see some muscle. I wanted to see those veins. I wanted to see them, everything pop and, and change my life. Really. I was reading can't hurt me by David Goggins. I was reading Corey's mindset manual to really, uh, have a lot of personal development. Um, so, uh, to, to answer your question, I hope I did on why I started lunges is because I wanted to change for myself and my lifestyle where I, I was in shape and I, can continue to make progress each day and better myself. So um, back in 2019 in February, it was like 25th or 26th. So I'm coming up to four years now, four years later is crazy to say, but um, that's my why is I wasn't seeing the results I wanted. I was sick of feeling unhappy and not myself. Basically, I, I was removed from uh, competitive sports for a while and there was no drive in me and I needed something. So I signed up for that contest and and, and embrace that no matter what mentality. And four years later, I got a tattooed on my forearm. So, <laughs> so this is this, you know, that last couple of minutes was something that I hope hits home to our coaches that are listening is what is it for you? What is it yeah. for you that you want better for yourself? 
And the best time to start was yesterday. The next best time to start is right now. Do it. Yep. Like what, what's a piece of, of something and a vision that you have for yourself, a person that you want to be as a, as a spouse, as a employee, as a business owner, as a basketball coach, what's that vision that you have for yourself? Jake said he wanted to be a better person, right? And he's talked about from the, the physical aspect and also the mental, emotional aspect of how he was able to grow by doing something that was hard and doing it on a consistent basis, an extremely consistent basis, right? His streak, I mean, how many things have you done for 1,388 straight days? It's probably like brushing your teeth, right? Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> stuff, stuff like that. It's, it's, that's how consistent he's been doing lunges is like brushing your, brushing his teeth, right? That's, that's how consistent it is for him. And Jake, when you were doing your, your mile, you said something that I thought was extremely powerful. So you can, you can look up Jake on YouTube, Google, YouTube, you know, one mile world record lunch walk, it's going to pop up. And so you can see yeah. what, what I'm talking about. And you said, it's just another effing Tuesday. Tell us like what that means to you. Like that, just yeah. that, that mindset, that mentality of you're about to break a world record. And in your mind, you're like, man, this is just another day. <laughs> I love that you said that, Steve, because <laughs> I, I picked Tuesday because the previous training period for my first attempt, I always felt really good on Tuesdays. And 12 days out from my first attempt, I hit an 18 minute, 1200 meter uh, lunges. And it was on Tuesday, 12 days out, Tuesdays always felt great. So I got to thinking prior to me really cranking it up to train for this attempt, Tuesdays I felt the best. So I told myself, no matter what, I'm going to do a Tuesday, a Tuesday max effort, one mile. Everything I got, body weight, I'm laying it all out there. And I started doing that 10 weeks out from my attempt. I said, every Tuesday I'm doing a mile. So every day... Other than that, I was still doing my 800 meters, but on Sunday is typically blood flow day, recovery day, get prepped for Monday uh, deadlifts, front squats and deadlifts. We always front squat on Mondays and then we go to deadlifts and, and do whatever variation it was, whether it's a two inch deficit off blocks, whatever it is. Um, so I'm, I'm front squatting on Monday and I'm deadlifting right after that to, I don't know, almost a max work where you're going to fail. And so maybe I woke up Tuesday feeling a little tight, you know, how after a nice tough workout, you got, you're a little sore, but once you get the blood flow going that next day, you're like, man, I feel pretty good, pretty jacked up. So I took that to my advantage and started doing my max effort work on Tuesdays, excuse me. So 10 weeks out every Tuesday, I was doing a mile and getting faster and faster. So, uh, I'm going to paint you another picture. 10 weeks out, let's say week one, those first four weeks, I did a mile every Tuesday. I took a week and my wife and I went on our one year anniversary trip up to Traverse City. That Tuesday on our vacation, I did not do a mile. However, I was doing uh, a lot of rocking. I had a 45 pound rock on, on the beach in Traverse City. Um, we did a lot of biking. We did went on like a 26 mile bike ride. Um, we did more hiking at the Sleeping Bear Sand Dunes. You've been there, haven't you, Steve? So you know what those sand dunes are like. They're extremely intense. We did that full 
three mile hike to Lake Michigan and back. And it took us three hours. <laughs> it was insane. So me mentally, I was fine with not doing a mile that Tuesday because of all the other stuff we were doing and all my training and my base strength was there. I, I was good to go. So, but when we got back, I cranked it up again and did Tuesday mile, Tuesday mile, Tuesday mile, Tuesday mile for the next four weeks. And then that uh, October 25th, that Tuesday, I just kept telling myself those 10 weeks, it's just another Tuesday. <laughs> it's just another Tuesday because that's how I trained. That's how mm -hmm. I trained the past 10 weeks or 15 weeks. If you want to go to it. Um, I woke up every Monday, I front squatted through bands, whatever variation we were doing. I deadlifted Tuesday. I'm doing a lot of blood flow, warming up for my mile attempts that Wednesday morning. I'm waking up less than 24 hours later and I'm taking a back squat through 300 pounds of band tension or 400 pounds of band tension. And then that Thursday morning, I'm also waking up to squat again, front squat through more band tension. And then Friday, I'm also waking up and front squatting again, or safety squat bar, or just a different variation of squatting. And so, excuse me, I give a lot of credit to adding squats back into my training because the first attempt, I didn't squat mm. leading up to my attempt the first 10 weeks. I think the first couple of weeks for the first attempt, I squatted once or twice a week just to keep that strength there. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'm not going to squat anymore. I'm just going to stick to the lunges and, and, and do that because I want to feel as fresh as I can while I'm lunging. But that didn't work. I, I didn't break the record. So I had to change something. And that's what it was. And that's what I continue to incorporate. The, the Get Stack program that Corey provides us, uh, the squats, deadlifts, everything. And then to dial it in with the diet, that was huge. But again, like I mentioned, I was rocking a lot. I, I rocked a few times a week. I was also biking that Dustin, the other owner of old school gym recommended me doing 45 minutes um, on their stationary bike in there at a high intensity. So I can say all this stuff and everybody, somebody can utilize it and go use it, but it's the mindset and the intensity and your effort towards those training sessions. Like, are you lunging intense? Are you rocking intense? Are you biking intense? Are you lifting weights intense? You know what I'm saying? So it all comes down to the intensity and your effort towards what you're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I know I kept going on, Steve, but I just get fired up about it. And um, yeah, it's pretty well. Oh, that's good. It's great because to this is a great message, not just for coaches, but for yeah. all of us in general and, and high school athletes, I think in particular is because you worked really, really hard. Yeah. You attempted to break the world record and you didn't get it. You no. didn't get it. Right. And so many times I think, and this is very much, you know, living in the U S like we're a privileged country, right. Uh, in many ways, uh, many, many of us, not everybody, many of us. And it's easy for us to do a little bit of work and expect a great result. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this stuff works, right? And so th those that are really good at anything, they put in a ton of work and then they're already thinking about what they need to continue to do to even up it and get better the next day. And then the yeah. next day, and then the next day, and they're almost worried about, man, did I even do enough? Like, is there something else I, I could have added? That's the mindset that most people don't have which is why most people aren't really successful at anything, right? Whereas the majority of us, and we put in a little bit of work, we expect this great result, then we don't get it. 
And we wonder like, well, what the heck started happening? We start blaming somebody else instead of looking ourselves in the mirror and saying, oh, it's on us. We didn't do enough. And we do yeah. do it consistently for a longer period of time. And so what I love about your story is that you failed, yeah. you learned, you, you made changes, you made adjustments, and then you attacked it again. And you didn't just break the world record, which is absolutely unbelievable. You crushed the world record. Like you absolutely yeah. crushed the, the, the time is, 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 is just mind boggling, honestly, yeah. you know, um, to, to think about how fast that is. And I know we're speaking in a, in another language for a lot of listeners because they're like lunches for, for distance. Like you, you can't comprehend just, just try to do some distance to our listeners of doing some lunges and just see how long it takes you like do, do lunges from one end of the football field to the other and just see how long yeah. that takes you. That will just give you a little bit of an idea of the, you know, like Jake is just boom, 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 step, 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 step. Um, Jake, tell us a little bit about the, the mentality that someone needs to have if they're trying to make a change in their life. Right. You could talk about the world record. You could talk about when you were like, man, I'm kind of out of shape and I'm not playing college ball anymore. I need something to change because that's where a lot of our that's where a lot of us are at. We need yeah. something to change, to you know, push the envelope to get us going to a, another level. Yeah, great question, Steve. Um, and it's a perfect time to like, like you said, coming into the new year um, in my one piece of advice is I would put something on the calendar, put something on the calendar, whether it's your birthday, uh, your daughter's birthday, your son's birthday. I, I don't know. At this time, I want to reach X, whether it's lose 20 pounds, lose 15, uh, run a 5k, lunge 800 meters, lunge a mile, lunge 100 meters. I don't care. Five minutes a day. You just put something on the calendar to hold yourself accountable, to hold yourself accountable to what you put out there out and continue to push every day to reach that. And that's what really did it for me is putting something on the calendar to strive for, to continue to motivate you and help hold you accountable and disciplined. Um, that was huge for me is, is that calendar date to keep going. So it's, um, it's it's Go so ahead. funny you said that because I I was listening to, I don't know, there's some commercial or something, and it was talking about setting goals. And yeah. it talked about if if someone writes it down, if they put yeah. something down, they're 42% more likely to achieve it than if it's only in your mind. Right. Yep. And then you you not only put something down, but what you're saying is you put a time to it. You put it, put it yes. on the, there's a date to it, right? So I not only say, hey. I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to lose 20 pounds by when, right? Yeah. Now the clock's ticking. And yep. so to be able to combine those two things of actually putting it down, writing it down, looking at it, shoot, write it down every single day, repeat it. And then the, the clock's ticking on it. That can really help turn the corner on those days where, you know, we're not feeling maybe the most motivated because every day you're not going to feel like doing it. And those are the days that separate you from everybody else, because anybody can work out when Absolutely. they want to. Anybody can work out when they feel like it. Tell us a little bit about that grind for you. Yeah. 1,388 straight days of at least 800 meters of lunges, the dedication that it takes to dial in at that level, to train for 
a world record, the consistent intensity is, is mind boggling. You don't feel like it every day. You want to, you want to cheat and you want to eat some sweets every once in a while. Like, Hey man, I gotta, I gotta, you know, keep my weight down. What, what do you tell yourself on those days where you're like, man, I just don't seem to have it. Real quick. I want to go back to what, what you said to help hold yourself accountable and give a little reference to David Goggins. He talks about the accountability mirror, make a little sticky note. You got a little blue sticky note. And write yourself a little note and put it on your bathroom mirror. I, I've never put a note on the bathroom mirror, but that's what he recommended. But for me, what I did that very day, August 30th of 2020, when I did not break the world record, I grabbed the stopwatch that uh, Don, my witness, had. It said 27 minutes and 40 seconds. And I hung it up in my truck on my rear view mirror where I'm looking straight. I'm seeing it every single day to have that reminder of, Jake, you failed at this lunge attempt, but that's not going to define me being who I was. I'm going to put my head down, reevaluate what I did wrong. It it might take 786 days like it did, but I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm going to continue to push every day, continue to show up, put forth my best effort to achieve that goal. Yeah, things were said here and there to help me get more motivated to do that. But at the end of the day, nobody's waking me up. I mean, my alarm clock's waking me up, but nobody's forcing me in my truck to drive to the gym at 3.30 in the morning. You know what I mean? That's me wanting to become better as an individual, as a a husband, uh, brother, son, everything in general. It's all in one. But um, yeah, sorry. I just needed to talk about the accountability and what I did personally to help hold myself accountable. Before we get back to the episode, I want to thank you for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. And if you find this episode beneficial, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. That goes a really long way as we continue to build the Coach's Edge. And most of all, share this episode out with someone else who you think also may find it beneficial. That's what the Coach's Edge is all about, trying to give you an edge, an advantage. Let's get better together. Back to the show. You touched on it already, that consistency you mentioned putting a sticky thing. Like I got something on my mirror in my bathroom yeah, that's, that's sticking up there. I look at it every single day and awesome. I have not accomplished what's on that, that sticky note yet. I got to get there. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I see it every single day and, and you can't tell me that it doesn't make a difference because every Huge morning difference. when I'm brushing my teeth, I see a goal that I've set for myself with my business and I haven't hit it yet. I'm close. Yeah. I have not, I have not hit it yet. And uh, so that makes, that makes a difference. It's also on my fridge. It's also uh, next to my bed, right? So I got three spots in my house where I got one big goal. Yes. And um, so if somebody randomly walks around my house, they're going to be like, who is like, what the heck is this thing? It's like, I know that's all that matters. I know what, what it is. Um, This, this podcast is a part of that, right? With, with our coaches edge members serving coaches around the country, um, providing them, resources through our, our membership site, watching game film, um, you know, giving them drills and plays and, um, you know, basically access to, to me, you know, when they need me through phone call, zoom call, um, you know, you, you don't actually don't even know about this whole, you know, branch of the business that we have, uh, going on, but it's been a, it's been an awesome journey. And, um, you know, we're heading into the third season with coaches coach, and we got big aspirations for where this is going to go. And, 
your mindset on those days where you're not feeling well, mm-hmm. you talked about putting something down, looking at it consistently. You had a world record attempt that was 27 minutes, 40 seconds. That didn't, that didn't cut it. No. You kept that stopwatch that had the time. You put it in your vehicle. And so every day you saw that time. And that was just that little bit of a reminder, just that little bit of a reminder. And I think that that was the answer to my question. So many times we're looking for an easy fix. Like, hey, what's the solution to, you know, helping my basketball team, you know, knock down more shots? What, what What's the solution to uh, helping me with, you know, building our youth basketball program? Or It's not a one size fits all. It's not a cookie cutter answer. It's the consistent reminder of the mind and small actions and daily steps that, that we can use that will build us towards where we want to go if we stay consistent with it for long enough. And it's the ability to not give up on that too soon. Because again, I'll go back to something that I mentioned before. If I know something works, right? If I know something works, then it becomes very simple in my mind. I know if I continue to do it for long enough, I'm going to be where I want to be. It might take longer than I think it's going to take, but I'm going to be where I want to be. I think many of us, athletes included, find something that works. We do it, and then we get bored, even if we like the results. And then we stop and we look for something else that's a little more shiny. It's a little more flashy. It's a little sexier, right? And then we move on. And then we look back, and we're like, what happened? How come... You know, I wasn't in shape or how come my, my basketball performance, you know, I'm not playing as well in my games. It's not because you don't know what to do. It's because you did know what to do and you didn't stick with it long enough to continue to get the reward for it. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes so much sense, Steve, because you and I, we relate a lot. You're a long-term guy and you're continue to show up every day and put in that work. So a lot of nowadays, maybe People aren't willing to go that extra mile and go that extra day and be consistent every day because they want that result. What in two, two months, three months, whatever it is. I mean, think about it. My first attempt was day 550 in a row of at least 800 meters. My second attempt was 786 days later, do some quick math, whatever, (laughs) 336. I don't remember, but my point is, I'm in it for the long haul. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever it takes every day. Uh, Some days I feel great. Some days I don't, but I'm in it for the long haul. I want to show up every single day because I know those showing up every day, those small wins will stack up and stack up and stack up. And that huge win might not happen for two years, 786 days later. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it, it comes down to just being consistent and, and not feeling sorry for yourself that you did fail and you didn't accomplish what you wanted, but you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, is this who I am? Like, am I just going to quit at failing on this? Or am I going to continue to improve on myself and in my mentality and, and the way I look, my, the physical well-being? I'm going to look at everything and say, is this what I want? No, it's not because I know I can do better. 
So, um, and, and it also helps having those people around you to help hold you accountable and the discipline and high level individuals. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's huge, man. Like, uh, it's, it's been a wild ride, but I'm not done yet here. Like just because I get this record doesn't mean like I'm going to stop pushing right. myself. I mean, I just got, I went this morning and, and did my lunges and, and pushed the squats. Like I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning, go hit squats again. I mean, here, here's a good one for you, Steve. I signed up for a powerlifting meet on August 5th this year. And the powerlifting meet was on December 3rd. And I applied to break the Guinness world record three weeks later after I signed up for my powerlifting meet. So mm-hmm. my first m- mentality was I got a powerlifting meet mm-hmm. in five months. Like it's time to hit the ground running, get strong. Something clicked in my head. And I said, it's time, it's time for this lunges again. So mm-hmm. powerlifting meet in the back burner a little bit. Now it's time to focus on these lunges. You know, you, you get what I'm saying? So, um, it's huge. Uh, you break the world record for a mile lunge walk the next day you do it 800 meters again right you're still you're still working out again and again and again and and that's something that i also want to emphasize with you because that's so different than human nature and especially in our our current culture of if we accomplish a big goal as soon as we accomplish it hey we're hitting the brakes right we're taking our foot off the gas let me sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, you're enjoying it, but you're still putting in, putting in the work on a consistent basis. It reminds me of the, you know, Kobe Bryant, right? When they're asking him after he retired and some of his workout routine, he's like, listen, if, I mean, if I'm working out three times a day in the off season and you're working out once or twice a day, and I do that for 10 years, right? And then all of a sudden, after year eight, you're like, Hey, I'm going to get serious. I'm going to start training three hours a day or three times, a three times a day. He's like, it's simple math. You're never going to catch up. You're never going to catch up to me because I put in so much work for such a consistently long period of time. You could work your tail off for the next two years. You're still not going to catch up to my tent because I, I, it's just, it's just a numbers game at that point. Fact. And so, you know, you've, you've shared a little bit of that as well. And so I hope that that's a takeaway for our, for our coaches is you're not going to see results after a day. You're not going to see results after a month necessarily, uh, depending on what you, what you're working on. In Jake's case, you know, he's training for, for a world record, didn't make it the first time. Right. And that's after, you know, years of, you know, working out consistently, anything worth doing takes a long time. It's really hard and you have to find other people around you to help you be successful. So let's finish it out there. Could you share with us, you mentioned a group, like finding other people around us. Who are some of those people and how were they able to help you continue to push and challenge yourself? You know, whether you're high, you're low, staying on track. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously my 4am crew that I train with all those guys played a huge role in everything leading up to those days. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing them every day. They're pushing me. I'm pushing them. Like that's what it's about. It's a brotherhood of guys and high level individuals that are looking to achieve a high level of success. And, and if you can't buy into that, you just can't show up in that gym. You know what I'm saying? So um, being around those guys and, and, 
just the knowledge in there and helping each other out with, Hey, I think this might help you, Jake, or Jake here, here, what can you help me here with this? Like just always bouncing ideas off of each other and talking and continually trying to make progress, whether it is with lunges or squats or deadlifts or, or businesses. I mean, the guys are always talking about business and their businesses going on too. So it, it's more than just that. It's, it's the brotherhood of those guys and individuals. And, and I have obviously have a, a, a very supportive wife. I mean, Brittany, she's great. She, she's here every day with me. I mean, when we go back to Michigan and we got things planned with family and friends, I always talk to her and I say, Hey, what time do I need to be ready? Because you obviously know I have to get my lunges in. So I'd, I'd like a little insight here and there. And so um, her being with me throughout every single day of these lunges has been huge. So um, the support system I have is the best that I'll ever find. And I'm forever grateful for it. I'm, I'm very blessed. There's a guy in the gym, uh, Joe, you ask how he's doing every morning and he's just blessed. He's blessed to be there. He's blessed to wake up. He's grateful to be able to walk into that gym and just be alive. And, and I've really embraced that. I talk to him every single morning and uh, he's just a great guy that has an attitude that everybody should have. And, and I'm guilty of having a poor attitude sometimes when things don't go my way, like other people are too. But again, I, I'm around this guy who says I'm blessed every single day, like, man, like you are blessed. You're blessed to wake up. You're blessed to drink some water, eat some food that's on the table. If you are like, come on now. So you just got to look at everything in perspective and, and it, 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 there's more to it than just, uh, I would say lifting the weights or, or the lunges, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. it, it's the people around you, your support mm -hmm. system. So I, and I have the best out there. There's nobody better. And so for our coaches listening, I mean, Jake's around some high achievers. So if you want to be a high achiever, right, a, a rising tide lifts all ships, right? That's the same, right? So if you, you want to achieve some great things, put yourself around other high achievers. You know, if you yeah. want to be a, a better basketball coach, put yourself in a situation where you're going to rub shoulders and you're going to communicate with people that study the game, that are students of the game, right? If you want to, uh, you know, continue to, have an attitude that is going to lift you up even on those days where maybe you don't have it you got to put other people in your life who do have a positive attitude right you're talking about somebody that's it's the little things right you go to the gym every day and it's just that little reminder man i should be pretty thankful for where i'm at and what i'm doing and the opportunities that i have and with that type of mentality that gives us an opportunity to be successful in whatever it is that, that we might do uh, so Jake, thanks for taking the time to be on the Coach's Edge podcast. This was, this was awesome. Um, if anybody's curious, like, who who is this guy? This guy's like lunging every like. Where where can we you know learn a little bit more about you? Yeah, uh, I mean, my Instagram is the Lunge Guy, T H E L U N G E G U Y, the Lunge Guy. <laughs> so, um, because I am the Lunge Guy, and uh, my Guinness World Record. Both attempts are on my YouTube page. Those are the only two videos I've posted on there. So if you want to watch my one mile lunge walk attempts, you can just type in Guinness World Record one mile lunge walk official. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, check it out cool. and try out lunges. I, I want to say one more thing. I don't care if you do 100 meters. I don't care if you do 50 meters. I don't care if you do three minutes, five minutes, just give it a shot. Go and try to push yourself. Get off your phone. Don't look at your phone while you're lunging. Don't look at Instagram. Don't look at Twitter, whatever you're looking at. Don't look at your emails. I don't care. 
put forth your, your best effort in those five minutes and see how far you can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to be hurt in the next couple of days. But again, it goes back to the mentality like, are you just going to sit there and complain about how you feel? Or are you going to push yourself to become a better individual in mm-hmm. life? So um, I, I'll end it on that and, and, uh, and say point. no matter what. No, that's a good point because we, you got one, you got one body, right? Yeah. Take care of it, right? Treat it, treat it well, right? Um, you have a strong, strong mind, strong body. Uh, so Jake, thanks for taking the time to be on the Coach Edge podcast. This was great to our, to our listeners. I hope this gives you uh, a little extra gas in the tank to have 2023 off to, to a great start. Continue to push yourself, challenge yourself and be the best that you can be. So whatever you're doing today, get after it. Thanks, Steve.